Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast. Oh, thank you. Morning. Morning. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to everybody that got dragged here. You just have to be here because your mom wants you to be here or whatever. <laughs> so I prepared things, but then I had, you know, when you get folks together, a lot of things end up coming through your heart, your head. Um, I was thinking about, like, what you probably talked about this before, contemplated this before, but what did this place used to be? <laughs> Would it have been quite so comfy 100 years ago? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe not so much. I might not have felt super comfortable in here 100 years ago. Then again, I don't know what it was like a century ago. Let's not make assumptions. <laughs> if only the 40-year gap was a 115-year-old dude that I could ask that is somewhere else. <laughs> but, so, right on. Um... So I was thinking about anxiety, I was thinking about fear, I was thinking about depression, um, a lot of these things. Um, like, I don't know if we wrestle with depression as much as we wrestle with happiness, because we treat happiness like this paramount thing that we're supposed to be in all the time. I was thinking about how I was in a back, my backyard and I was cutting down a tree, which if you were raised with, like, Sesame Street and Shel Silverstein, you, have, you feel morally weird about cutting down a tree. <laughs> That was just kind of inconveniently in the way. It's not like, anyway, so I felt weird about it, but I was chopping it down. And I, I ended up having to climb up into the tree as I was cutting it down. And I was like, dang, the, at one point, I'm a crier. So there's many moments already I've had to hold back the tears just to be like, no, you got to get through it. Just keep your feet on the ground. But I was cutting the tree down, and it was still holding me up. And I was like, dang. So, you know, I guess, see, I didn't grow up in the church, but I imagine... Uh, folks who go to places where they feel like they can congregate and touch into something that is, you know, unifying them, grounding them, and bigger than them. Um, you, you Poets, artists, painters, we've all got to have sort of a sim similar space this way. Scientists all have a similar space this way. But being in the tree, cutting it down, and it was still supporting me all the way down to the stump. It would have held me up if I wanted to go all the way down to that um, stump. And then even, like, arguing inside of a house, having a fight inside of your house, the house will still keep you warm. It'll still protect you. Even if you're, you know, even when sometimes our highest self is like our most base self um, in that moment, it'll still keep you warm. It'll still keep the, the rain off of you. Um, and how this planet is so ancient that we're on, and we are so impatient with the eight decades, 12 decades that we get, you know, if that. And how we want to see change so immediately and thinking about how how water is this very neutral thing. It's something that we can see every day, but it has this total neutrality. Um, pollute it. Put a dam in it. Your enemies can take it. Your perceived enemies can take it, and yet water will just remain neutral. Water is like looking at its fingernails and being like, yeah, you can put a dam there, but it's going to be gone someday. You know, like it's this, <laughs> it's this ancient thing. Um, so I wanted to talk about a, a few things like this. Um, because as much as I do think it is important to connect with our concepts of spirituality, our concepts of God, for some of us that word s sort of sits funny in our ears sometimes when we say that because it has other connotations um, that have separated us in the past, you know. But um, 
as much as it is important to go into those higher places, recognizing how important it is to be in this human experience so that we're not just living up on the mountaintop, contemplating and talking with and conversing with the cosmos, that we're also down in the muck, that we're also avoiding our taxes and having anxiety about that, or whatever the case may be of your day-to-day, -day, that we're living the real life. This experience of separateness is just as valuable as the, the experience of unification. That doesn't mean that you aren't still connected. Um, and anyhow, um, there's a few things I wanted to read in this, in this way. So I've just sort of parsed out some pieces here. Um, first, there was light. Then, because you blinked, there was darkness. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. There is no tunnel. You are only squinting. Okay. Hands in prayer. Hands in prayer cannot make fists, nor can they cover ears, nor eyes, nor can they cover mouths or wipe away tears. They cannot salute, nor can they reach for the fallen. They cannot accept donations or count tips. They cannot lift a finger. They cannot curl a trigger, nor can they write holy text, nor can they be raised in question or correction, or admonishment, nor can they feed the hungry, or apply for aid, or heal the sick. They cannot save, save for this. Hands in prayer cannot make fists. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's either extent of my strength, or that's just the way it's built, or both. Okay, I cannot level this out, and that's all right. All metaphors, everything. <laughs> okay. Not yet. My father said, who were you before you met your mother? Before I met my mother, I knew the sound of my heartbeat in concert with hers. Before there was a name, I knew the sound of a world drawn on a pulse. I knew music, though I did not know it. I did not know that the sound of my breath would sound like waves on a beach, or that tears of any kind tasted the same as the sea. I did not know that I had not yet been born. And pause. OK. I guess you don't really know. I'm just going to kind of keep it rolling, so. All right. Um, I've been thinking a lot about protests and these kind of things, so there's, here's another piece I wanted to share with you along those lines. Oh. No one's below liberation. No one's above getting hurt. Some Charlotte's web salutation is wings to bring home the bacon. Some folks slit throat as vocation. Hello and welcome to earth. We find the soul in the kick. We rock the fulcrum of bass. We're kicking it up a notch like notched obsidian blades. We haven't deigned to forgot. We're not the first on the stage. We're just a phase in the plot, getting standing ovations. We just bow before roses until the encore is faded. And every talk of the town is just a talk on the clock. Not every talking head walking walks ahead of his talk. 
It all hinges on the cringe you binge to nullify the flinching face. Fear becomes the compass by which we light the way. Somehow the light gets in. Fear seems to be a really great ally anymore as an indication of exactly where we should go oftentimes. Folks were really mad at um, Donald Trump. I don't know how often that name floats through the room or whatever, but I was like, I, I was like, this, this dude right here, everything this dude brings up, I'm calling him the light bringer. Because everything this dude brings up, whether or not you're into him or not into him, everything he brings up is like something that you could address. It's like over here, we could pay attention to this thing. Over here, you could pay attention to this thing. Over here, you could pay attention to this thing. This thing that you're not paying attention to. I'm going to pay attention to this thing. So, cool. There seems to be this great equation going on that fortunately none of us are totally in control of. There seems to be the symphony that is being performed that none of us totally have all the strings to or quite know the tempo, but we hold the rhythm the best we can. We, we try to know the one as best we can. You know those folks who never know where the one is and they just don't give a damn and they just dance? And it, <laughs> those people, yes, absolutely. Let a revolution be like that. This is it's right here. The one's right here. And their, their hands are just all Play-Doh and just they're nothing but noodles and just squiggling all over the place. In, in terms of hip-hop, which is the lens that I look at the world through, this is a culture that has transmuted a lot of things that were perceived as a negative thing, and from our perceiving lens, they are now a positive, positive thing. So like the break, the bomb, the battle, the beat, um, all of these things have become, from our perspective, a positive thing. Um, and we, we started with nothing, and then from that we have something. So you can turn a trash can upside down and it can become a drum. If your, hand, if your uh, pants have like holes in them and are all ripped up, if you rock that with your confidence, if you put some heart into that, I mean, how many people have spent a lot of money on a pair of pants that looks like somebody already wore them for four generations? I mean, <laughs> and, then it, and then it goes, and it's come back into style. It was so popular. So um, there's a sort of transcendent thing within that. But what I like about hip-hop so much, and one reason why it's ubiquitous, meaning every, everywhere, meaning ubiquitous, is that it's got this bass line. It's got this... It's got this heartbeat. If that's your heartbeat, you should see a doctor. But it's still got this bass line. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. If you take your pulse, and don't freak out if you can't feel it right away, You knew that before you knew your address, before you knew your name, before you knew anything about how you believed on things, you had this baseline beat, this pulse. There is something very much in us that is and will always be music here on this planet, and that always is going to link us in. So this last piece I, I have that I want to share with you touches in on that. Um, the... Uh, Jokes, I mean, the play on words with things allow me to believe, again, that some, if I had to pick, if I had to personify a God, this God would always be crying because it would always be laughing. It would be constantly weeping, and, and it would just be kind of hysterical all the time, just like, oh, it's, so, it's so amazing, it's so amazing, it's so amazing. You know, it would just kind of, the entire time would be just kind of in hysterics. Um, because of the tragedy of these weird jokes, of these weird play on words when things pop out, like, like um, Hurricane Sandy hook, line, and sinker, or Hurricane Harvey Weinstein. And I was like, what? Does anybody else, do other people think this is funny? Is this okay to laugh at? 
Oh, and this is going back to something I said earlier, but I want to sneak it in. I want to do this last piece, and then I want to say thank you at the end. So I'll say thank you now just in case I forget because I get wrapped up in my own stuff because I think all my ideas are very important. <laughs> Unity. <laughs> this idea of two-in-one's place, the miracle of two-in-one's place, um, the heartbeat, who you were before you knew your mother, when, you, when we're in the womb, that's two-in-one's place. And I wonder about our participation when we're outside of the womb on this planet that is very much the same shape um, as the belly full with child. Oh, shoot. Happy birthday to my grandma. She's 80. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, yeah. Man, you didn't expect to go all over the map with me like this, but if I didn't say that, I would have definitely been, sort of, that would have been some sort of damnation would have happened if I had not said that. Okay, so the bitter with the sweet and all of it, um, there was a friend of mine who had sent me this beat that I eventually wrote to this piece that I'm going to deliver to you, um, and it was called Sunless Day. The music was Sunless Day, and then I got to thinking about that concept of a sunless day. Is that different than nighttime? You know, from our perspective, we see things in two. You know, you're out breath then you're in breath. There's that break in the middle. That's the break that hip hop lives on. You throw something up, it goes up, it stops, it comes back down. It's on a pulse. Um, the sun is always constantly there, but we see it go away. And I was wondering, no, that seems to be different. That's a different, that reflects to me some sort of misery to have a day, a day that is sunless, different than a night. Um, my friend at the time was struggling with heroin connected to morphine from Morpheus, the king of dreams. If your life is a nightmare, where might you escape to? Go somewhere else. What things do we perceive and then what things are beyond what we could possibly perceive? What does your mind try to encapsulate and then what exists before you even had a name for your mind that goes on ever after? Feel me, far beyond the five, taste, touch, smell, hear, sight, space, time, hear, right. Now I'm so alive. Okay, with a particularly peculiar man-made lurch, I bench press my smirk, I work faces to the front and scrape attention with my lungs. When I speak, my hands resemble a trembling gun and the clench of a henchman's attempt to get the point across. Like, listen to me, you know? The fire in my arms desires to go off. Embrace me, and you basically can hear the melting frost. Directions from these snowmen confound me. I'm asking him if I'm lost. I'm masking that I'm lost. This is a cover-up of mine. Why won't I let him see me weep? I've been inside this house for weeks. Sometimes I venture numb succumbing to winter's heat, though the glowing pulse continues to earn its churning keep. Underneath the mantle where the hearth releases steam, there's a pulse beneath my feet. A furnace in my gut work, icicle mimic teeth. The surface is so fickle, permanence versus trickle. That faucet leak is waning, it's getting hard to seep. It's not that I'm complaining. I'm forging forth announcement, fork to crystal, tap, 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 water's about to speak. I'm married to the moment, to the moment, to the arms so close to open, to these tokens of affection. May I see your self-reflection. Alice is you, I'll assist you. That's that looking glass connection. The jibber-jabber, walkie-talkie, whisper static, my direction. Like, what are you trying to say, my love? Reach beyond the abyss, far beyond the fists. Just feel these beats hit. This poetry's a code we speak that fools like me submit. Wish to offer but an inkling 
to make more accurate. There's so much more than five senses for those more sensitive. There's so much more that meets the eye when Morpheus visits an epitaph, an epilogue, the setting suns like this. This world was here well long before we ever learned to fight it. No lips, no tongue will dialogue each creature's speaking iris. These ghosts are real. These bones are real. And we're a breathing hybrid. Feel me. Far beyond the five. Happy birthday to Virginia Graham on her 80th today. Oh. <laughs>